0: Welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on a Friday morning. And right now it is time to be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morat, as we are each Friday at this time. And joining her today, she has Ward 1 Counselor Brad Markey with her. Good morning, Counselors. How are you? Good morning, morning Tim. It's hey, uh,
2: Brad. Excuse me, yes. Tim. Hey, Brad. Did you just hear that weather forecast? Stop lying to me.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I thought it was going to be better than that.
2: <laughs> we're, uh, we were chatting before we started in to you tim about how muggy it is and i was saying to brad you know i'm too old for this now. <laughs> you know you have to break and he was assuring me that tomorrow was going to be better but that's not what that we just said i, th-
0: I think you're just trying to be uh, an optimist counselor markey <laughs>
1: that's probably it that's probably it
0: tomorrow will always be better than today
2: <laughs> that's what they say Yeah.
0: Well, we we are on the cusp. We're on the dawn of a new age here in New Bedford uh, because we have a new trash hauler in the city, and uh, and this was a this was a big topic of conversation throughout the course of the week. Uh, and I'd like to get each of your thoughts about this, the way that things uh, have progressed, the way that capital has stepped into what's been going on, and and anything that you may have heard about some of the uh, the, the negotiations and discussions. So, Council President Morad, we'll start with you. Um, so.
2: Uh, Council Markey and I, uh, I think three weeks ago, Brad had a yes. uh, briefing with the consultant. Um, Council Gomes was with us, and Attorney Garakowski uh, from the um, from the consultant that was working with us, guiding us regarding the RFP process. And I guess there were um, some issues with the original um, bid from Harvey. Um, that what Harvey was our prior hauler, as you know, and. We obviously went out to them to see if they wanted to renegotiate the contract with us. We had been under a 10-year contract with ABC with very preferable terms, so we knew that we were going to have to pay more. But the bid came back from Harvey. Um, the first bid came back from Harvey, and it was exorbitant. So, you know, I think the administration told Harvey, listen, we've got to, we've got to go out and see what else is in the market. And we went out in the market and ended up with three qualified bidders, um, you know, Harvey, uh, Capital, and something called EZ Services. I forget where they're out of. I don't know if you remember, Brad. And uh, so we started negotiating the contract, and it ended up that the administration made a determination that they wanted to go uh, with Harvey. We spent, Brad, I think we spent like a couple hours with the consultant asking a Mm -hmm. whole bunch of different questions. Um, as you know, Tim, uh, the contract was negotiated this time for just a three year contract versus what we had been doing before. It has our uh, 3% increases in it every year. And because it was a three year contract versus a five or 10 year contract, the administration could negotiate and execute the contract without uh, approval from the City Council. Uh, Brad, you want to make any comments at that point?
1: Yeah, no, you're right. We did sit and and we talked with the consultant. We we were able to ask questions. And out of the three, the consultant kind of guided us based on his experience. I guess this is what the type of thing he does. So at the end of the game, and as Councilor Morad said, because of three years, it really wasn't up to the council to approve anything. It was the the administration was doing it. And the administration, at the end of the day, thought that, you know, capital would have been the best fit for the city.
0: And the... I was—I was going to say the discussion that that Mayor Mitchell had here with Chris and Marcus was he said he said the capital was not the lowest bidder. So then, if if ABC was exorbitant in, in, in their price, did they come down at all in the pro in the bidding process at all, or or was Easy the the one that was the lowest bidder?
2: So it was Harvey, not not ABC. Just I'm sorry. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. The Kamaras that served the city
2: of New Bedford for so many years so well. Um, they're a great family, and we're thankful for years of service we had with them. I know we had some bumps along the road. Well, this administration had some bumps along the road with them, but you know, they, they really served the city well. Um, yeah. The original, from what I understand from speaking to the, just speaking to the mayor, the original bid from Harvey was crazy money. Um, almost a couple million dollars higher than what their second bid was. So yes, they did come down when we went out to RFP and came back with a bid that was comparable to what we ended up with with Capital. Uh, but I, I, from what the administration told us, uh, the references from Capital, and they do haul for many of the uh, Boston metropolitan uh, cities, uh, the references that came back were glowing from uh, the people they currently service in the Boston area.
1: From yeah, no, I, I agree. And we—I I at least I didn't know the the first number that uh, Harvey came with, but I knew it was very high. And then when the RFP came out, then they kind of put their, their quotes back in line. Um, so uh, I, again, th- this capital was a little bit more money, but I think they, the determination was because some of the issues, and again the, the reviews that we got from other municipalities uh, on them, they thought it was worthwhile, you know, to pay a little extra. And um, and I think we're still trying to see what we can do to try to maybe trim some costs as well. There,
2: yeah.
0: there. I got asked
2: go the administration a couple of times to, for a copy of the contract. Um, I I don't have it yet, but once we have it, I'm plan to share it with my colleagues so everybody can see exactly, you know, what the original contract is here. And Kamsamaki is correct. There, I believe there are still some ongoing negotiations uh, with uh, Capital.
0: There, there was some discussion, too, that because people were, you know, I saw a lot of complaints on social media about kind of the way that Harvey had ended the contract, uh, some of the service, the level of service that was provided in the last week or two. And then we've seen a lot of posts about how uh, capital has stepped up and they actually came out early and started picking up some of the barrels from Harvey. And so, uh, Council President Morat, how would you characterize kind of the end of, of one era and the beginning of the other?
2: Yeah, so Capital needs to get a lot of credit for what they've done for us over the course of the last week. Uh, it does appear that Harvey walked away from some of its responsibilities at the end of the contract. I know that we have not made the last payment, and I'm sure our solicitor will be working with their legal counsel to determine what the final payment's going to be. Um, you know, I, I, we, we Council Markey's ward was the first ward to really have a full day on Monday of pickup. From Capital, and there were there were bumps in the road. There's no denying that they need to learn the roots. You know, they were still picking up trash and recycles in wards four, five, and six that Harvey had left behind. So they really didn't have a full day in the North End on Monday. But um, DFFM was unbelievable in the way they supported Capital and supported the constituents and the and the councilors, and they worked. Closely with Harvey, and um, on July 4th, Council Markey sent me a picture at 7 in the morning of Capitol picking up trash and recycle in his neighborhood. And they did work throughout the day on July 4th to catch up. Um, Council Markey, I know you were getting some calls as well.
1: Yeah, that was a tough one. And you're right, it's Monday is our trash day up here in Ward 1, and that's when it started. But I do know it's starting from Friday because I was at an event on Friday and I, I ran into Council Pereira and he was on the, the phone with the mayor about because his ward, his Ward 6, hadn't been picked up or a lot of it hadn't been picked up. So they were starting work on that on Saturday. Um, and they were out. They were in front of my house at 7 a.m. on July 4th. And I heard the trucks during the course of the day and I, I was hearing reports that they were out working all day. And that was a rainy day and a miserable day, but they were out there. Um so I think they did a great job. I even saw the dffm you know, uh cars going by they were helping out. And again, that was it of course, the first day off they're playing catch up from uh, what wasn't picked up the week before and those folks and those other wards had no trash pickup for the week and that was starting the new week. So o- o- overall, I mean, yeah, it was kind of a a lot of a bumpy road, but I think they did a real good job trying to catch up. Um I think our folks did a good job and then I'm hoping Mondays just around the corner that everything would be smooth sailing and so you well,
0: they, would sorry
2: go ahead no I mean they do have a lot to learn I know that in the last two weeks uh, prior to them taking over the contract they were actually driving the routes uh, behind Harvey's trucks again trying to figure out you know where <laughs> where the pickups are where the streets are et cetera. so I mean they have a lot to learn they have a lot to turn around and obviously They had to hire people. They're not from this general area. They're not based here. So they had to hire lots of new people, et cetera. So we do need to give them a little time to, to, uh, you know, smooth out the bumps. But hopefully going forward, it will be a uh, long-term good relationship.
0: Well, that was one of the things that I had heard from someone who sent in an app chat message to us who uh, claimed to be in the know that it wasn't so much that, you know, Harvey dropped the ball as a whole, but that some of the drivers – uh, had decided they were going to go work for Capital instead and were calling in sick to to Harvey, and that's that's what kind of led to this drop-off in services. I don't know if either of you, you know, heard any more information on that.
2: Uh, yes, I did hear that. I heard that because the rumors were rampant for, although, you know, we tried to keep what we knew under hat, the rumors were rampant about, you know, that the city was no longer going to negotiate, go forward with Harvey. And, of course, those men and women that worked for Harvey, they they have to pay bills, they need a livelihood, et cetera. So they were moving away um, from Harvey in the two weeks prior. So yes, I believe that that is true. That, you know, again, Harvey has issues with the city. Uh, we they, they inherited what was sort of a mess from ABC uh, at the end of the contract, at the end of the time when they were negotiating to buy ABC. and. You know, they they've had their issues with us in the last 18 months there's no question about that
0: so i, I would assume that there's going to be you know as you said they they're still working out the the last payment so i'm sure there'll be some discussions about that as part of part of that happening
2: yep i'm sure there will be i'm, I'm sure solicitor jakes will will protect the city's interests
0: uh, one other thing that uh, people should be aware of, and this was something that I, I hadn't heard about, Council President Moore, until you sent me the uh, the note about it, is that there was a printing error with the city's personal property tax bills that were sent out to business owners, and so they, can ex- is this, they're, they, they should be expecting a new bill to be coming in the mail?
2: Yes. Um, this has happened to us in the past as well. Uh, we are working with uh, to, co- to convert to a new software vendor that hopefully will eliminate this problem going forward. But basically, there's about 575 business owners that were affected, and the personal property tax bill that was mailed out was due on uh, that's due on August 1st. Um, basically, for both quarters, uh, August 1st and November 1st, doubled what was due. So in essence, they got billed for the whole year in six months. And um, we recognize the error. We are reprinting the bills. They may have already been mailed. I think they were going to be mailed yesterday, if not today. And there's a letter going in explaining to the business owners what happened and then um, they will be given an extra 10 days to make the payment beyond the august 1st date so that it's fair to them as well like everyone else and uh, there were actually four customers four business owners god bless them who had already made the payment so the city is working with those business owners to either refund them the money or to show it as a credit
0: on their bill that will be due in 2024. Wow. That, that They must have looked at the bill and said, oh, wow, wow. These taxes really went yeah. up, I guess. Oh, well, I'll write the check anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't Well, I don't know. Some of those people would immediately call Councilor Markey. There's no question
0: about <laughs> that. <laughs> did you hear, Councilor Markey, from any anybody that was, uh, you know, surprised by this and didn't understand?
1: No, actually, I did know. I mean, I heard about it through... Uh, to the To the council, and uh, that that it happened, and that we're addressing it. But no, I never, I didn't get any calls regarding that. I'm surprised, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> so, so I know, th- you know, uh, Councillor Mark, you are the chair of the finance committee, and I know this week there's some uh, some issues coming up on the agenda. Sure,
1: yeah, um there's about there's four of them on the agenda, and uh, one of them is the community preservation uh, committee is submitting their annual budget for 2024. So they'll just submit it we've already gone through and approved it so now we're just submitting it um there's also a uh for emergency uh, vehicles uh we're gonna go looking at a five-year lease which would be for two new ambulances uh a transit van and a truck in order to help uh, the emergency management that we have out there and of course the two new ambulances will will be good for us we, we need more and this way we can rely more on ourselves than than outside assistance and then we've got two loan orders uh, coming through for for two schools, the Halfhaway and Cotterbrooks for the retros, you know, with the, for the roof, the windows, et cetera, et cetera. That'll be for about combined about seven uh, about seven point seven million dollars. But that's for the total amount, and then we'll get back to the state about somewhere between seventy and eighty percent on that. But we just have to go ahead and approve it and then as it works through we'll you know, it won't cost us that that amount of money.
0: Do do nerves play a factor at all when you're approving something like that? Because we've seen reports where, you know, sometimes the, the state promises you'll get this amount and then you, you get less than that amount.
1: Yeah, well, actually, of course, I was in, in, in contact with uh, Andrew O'Leary as well, actually just yesterday discussing it. And, uh, no, they feel pretty comfortable with that. And you're right, sometimes they'll say we, we'll will give you, say, you know, 80% or whatever the percentage is, and then they don't come back that way. But, no, they feel pretty comfortable based on, I guess, their talks, that that number will be pretty firm.
2: Yeah, and they, they have a lot of respect for the city of New Bedford. I, I want to say that, and Andrew and Barry uh, Rabanowicz, because we've had a couple projects come in under, under the original quote. So they know that we pay attention to the details, and they've been very good with us as far as, um, allowing us to submit items and reimbursing us. So we're, we're thankful about that. They, those two guys have been, you know, watching numbers very closely, and they've done a good job for the city and for the taxpayers. And I just want to add on the ambulance issue, um, you know, Mike Thomas today and Mark McGraw before him, they really need to be congratulated. I mean, we are going to spend money to buy a new ambulance, but the money that they bring in, uh, in you know, do it, they cover their own costs? But the money that they bring in, and now they're thinking about also reaching out and maybe helping with um, you know, uh, assist the communities where we've relied on mutual aid in the past. Now with these additional ambulances, you know, they they have the ability to assist other communities as well. So they've really done a good job, and they should both be congratulated about that. And Councilor Markey and I up here in the North End finally got an ambulance out of Station 3, uh, I'm sorry, no, Station 5. We've been waiting for that for a long time. So even the people in the North End now have better response time for medical services.
0: Well, and when you say, you know, they bring in money, how, how exactly do they bring in money?
2: Well, they bill, um, they bill on their transportation. Okay. So when they're moving patients, either New Bedford residents or now maybe... Uh, you know, constitu- um, regional services to surrounding communities. They bill for those um, for those services, so that money comes back into the city, and it not only pays for the man- manpower on the ambulance, but for the payments that are due on the ambulance leases
0: as well. Yep, I just think it's important for the you know the taxpayers to hear. They hear we're buying a new ambulance, and here's you know, now you understand that you're basically buying something that will then generate more income.
2: Correct,
1: and will pay for itself. It won't be taxpayer money paying for it. Yep, that's right. Right, and then of course when we do say use mutual aid from the outside communities because our ambulance is all tied up, they're the ones that are collecting the, the, those money. So for us, that way it all stays comes to us, stays in the city, and it helps pay for you know exactly what we just discussed.
0: Well, uh, I think we're we're just about out of time here. Uh, anything else uh, from either of you that you want to make people aware of of what's coming up this week?
2: Um, It's kind of quiet at this point. You know, we just went through the long holiday weekend. Uh, We had a great time uh, with the Cape Verdean Parade and some other events that we attended uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, Council Markey and I attended the fundraiser for New Bedford, uh, uh, the New Bedford Scholarship Fund for the Miss New Bedford um, group. And uh Council Pereira and Councilor Burgo were with us. We had a good time. By the way, Councilor um that basket,
1: the Layla one, you're not at the spa <laughs> having a treatment yet, are you? <laughs> I'm not. No. Uh, when Councilor Borat had, had to leave a little early, so she gave me her raffle ticket. So I did not win anything, but she did, and it's a spa basket. So well, I, it's I, I my promise. It's not raffle I'm,
2: ticket. It's money raffle
1: ticket so. no it's still sitting here with the coupons and a, and a little tube of lipstick so it's oh, all I, yours.
2: I thought maybe you were doing a spa
0: no no <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh thank you both for joining us i hope you both have a great weekend and uh and next week council president morad you'll be joined by Councilor at large shane burgo that's the plan, yep. All right. Uh, actually, you know what? Next week I'm off, too, so let me let me get back to you on that, and then we'll find out what's going on. I'm sure somebody will be here filling in, but we'll, we'll figure that all out. That's fine.
2: If we have to move it a week, we're happy to do that. Are you going away somewhere where you're going to enjoy yourself?
0: I am going to be heading to Gettysburg for the weekend. Well,
2: very good. Right. I've been there before. It's beautiful and very
0: historic. It'll be my first visit there, so I'm looking forward to getting a chance to, to check it out and immersing myself in the history.
2: Good for you. Make sure you go to
0: Hershey Park. <laughs> if I have time, I would love to. <laughs> and not just for the chocolate. I actually want to ride the roller coaster. So, <laughs> All right. Thank you both. You have a great weekend. Thank, thank you as well. Yep. All right. That is New Bedford City Council President Linda Moran and Ward 1 Councilor Brad Markey. I got to take a quick break. And when we come back on the other side, we'll go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. We'll be right back. And welcome back in. It is time now to go into the WBSM newsroom with Adam Bass. The White House is brushing off
4: former President Donald Trump's claim that cocaine found in the West Wing on Sunday belonged to President Biden and his son. A small bag of cocaine was found in a common area of the West Wing Sunday while the Biden family was away at Camp David for the 4th of July holiday. Yesterday, Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates said he's noticed an increasing frustration from the Trump campaign because the Biden administration has succeeded in securing large infrastructure and manufacturing investments while the trump administration failed to do so a princeton graduate student is kidnapped in iraq sarah lee kessler reports Elizabeth Zirkov went missing in March while conducting fieldwork in Iraq for her doctorate in politics.
2: She holds Russian and Israeli citizenship and entered Iraq using her Russian passport. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says the 36-year-old was kidnapped by an Iranian Shiite militia group but is still alive. The U.S. State Department hasn't commented, nor has Iraq. I'm Sarah Lee Kessler,
4: NBC News Radio. A new HIV case is being linked to a $100 facial procedure at an unlicensed New Mexico spa. A person recently diagnosed with HIV is believed to have contracted the virus during a so-called vampire facial they received in Albuquerque five years ago. The health department is urging former clients who had any type of injection-related services to get retested for HIV, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C, even if they initially tested negative. Over-the-counter birth control is getting the green light in Arizona. Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs announced Thursday that Arizonans, 18 and up, will soon be able to get their local pharmacy and buy contraceptives without doctor's permission. Those wanting contraceptives will have to to complete a screening and blood pressure test. Birth control medication is already available over the counter in Oregon, California, and Washington, D.C. Britney Spears is speaking out about an incident Wednesday night in Las Vegas involving top NBA draft pick Victor Wenbenyama. In a statement on the Instagram, the pop star refuted the San Antonio Spurs basketball player's account that she grabbed him. Spears claimed she was hit in the face by a member of the Wen, of the Wenbenyama security detail after tapping him on his shoulder and that the incident was extremely embarrassing. But she wanted to share the experience and urge people in the public eye to set an example and treat everyone with respect. And the entire state of Colorado is officially out of a drought. Russ Schumacher, the state clim- climatologist with the Colorado Climate Center, says this is the only second time in 23 years since the data started being collected.
0: It's not too common that we get the whole state with a extended period of wetness, which in this case was the really snowy winter in the mountains, and then now the, the really rainy spring and summer on the eastern plain.
4: The last time the state was drought-free was in July of 2019. The U.S. Drought Monitor says the last part of the state to have any drought conditions was the state's southeast corner. It officially lost its abnormally dry status last week. In sports, the Red Sox defeat the Texas Rangers 10-6 to last night. The Sox will take on the Oakland Athletics tonight at 7:10 p.m. at Fenway Park. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast.
2: We'll finish the week with another hazy, hot, and humid day with a high topping out near 88. For tonight, increasing clouds, your low near 69. Saturday, partly sunny with a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, Your high 86. And for Sunday, mostly cloudy with a slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm, you're high near 81. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM.
4: It is currently 72 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
0: Welcome back in. Uh, just some breaking news. A suspect has been arrested in connection with the murder of Lorenzo Gomes earlier this week in New Bedford. Uh, this person is unlike the previous two people that were arrested in connection with the killing of Gomes. Uh, these the, the first two were both uh charged with accessory to murder after the fact this suspect is actually charged with his murder so adam bass will have more for you coming up in the seven o'clock uh, i'm sorry seven o'clock nine o'clock news about that and uh, and i'll have the details up at wbsm.com and on the app very briefly but i just want to make you aware of that 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in good morning you are next on wbsm
5: hi tim good morning
0: good morning Catherine.
5: um First, I wanted to say, I think you're going to find Gettysburg a very, uh, I was going to say wonderful, I'm trying to think of the right word anyway, um, interesting place, for lack of a better word. I've been there a couple of times, and both times I have really felt the presence of, uh, for lack of another word, spirits. Some sort Really? Of, yes, absolutely. So I'll be curious, I'll be interested in knowing... Well, with I'll, your experiences
0: here. I'll tell you, I'm going to be there with a psychic medium. So,
5: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, My, my friend oh. Stephanie, who does Spooky South Coast with me, it's her and her boyfriend Scott, who is a paranormal investigator, and me, will all be going together. We're going down to a paranormal convention down there that's uh, done every year for, uh, they do it as a fundraiser for uh, different charities. And so this year I, I got invited for the first time, so I actually get to go and visit for the first time. So I'm excited to get out there and, and see that, that history come alive before me.
5: Very good, very good. It's a place that if every, everyone could go and see it, it would be wonderful, uh, especially, you know, people who uh, live in are citizens of this country just to see um, the carnage and what we need to avoid right. <laughs> again. Um, I did want to um, announce uh, that uh, we will be at Stop and Shop again on King's Highway today at, at, uh, from um, 2 to 6. And then this weekend, we will be back at the Stop and Shop on Dartmouth Street. We haven't been there in a weekend before, from 10 to 4, uh, tomorrow and Sunday. And also, oh, and this is for a petition signing for uh, city council term limits uh, to get a question on the ballot. Signing is just getting the question on the ballot. It's not voting. Voting happens in November. And... um, I'm excited to note that uh, we've reached our $1,000. $1,000. Ha! Huh, that's funny. I mean, uh, <laughs> see, that's my problem first thing in the morning for me. <laughs> 1,000 mile uh, post uh, of signatures, 1,080 to be exact. <laughs>
0: So I, I, I so that's that's pretty good. I mean for just coming out of the gate here, have you found is when you're out there is the frequency of, of signatures increasing each time or did you start off strong and things are waning?
5: I think it's growing stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're we're you know, I mean when we started we started at a farmer's market and you know, that's a wonderful place to be and I was able to bring my dog with me. I can't, you know, stop and shops and stuff, it's too hot. But um it, the smaller groups, so where we've been going, for example, Market Basket last weekend. Uh, excuse me, was uh, you know very very busy. So I think uh, the um, you know we we've gotten better at uh, selecting places to go to, uh, and so would there have been more people. There's a great deal, obviously, there is a great deal of desire for this. Uh, this question to be on the ballot so that people can vote. No. Did I answer
0: your question? Yes, but I, I okay. also think too, like it, you know, as as more recognition is getting out there for it, you know, more people are going to be seeking you out, and more people are going to want to volunteer. And again, it doesn't matter if you are for it or against it. It just shows that this is the process, the way that citizens can have their voices heard and get their their questions on the ballot to have other citizens be able to vote on. Yes
5: friend of mine i I never knew this before years ago she was approached by someone i don't know if john birch was running in this state for something but in any event it was a john birch uh, petition and she said to the person who had the you know was seeking signatures she said i don't i don't like john birch i think you know he's a bad man and they said oh okay never mind and she said no she said i'm signing this she said that this is, you know, this is the
0: process. She said let people vote. Yeah, yeah. and, and hey. that's that's what's key about it is, peop- and more more people I think will probably be inspired to see this happen. I think the new Bedford uh, Forward group that, that put forth the mayoral term a few years ago, that wanted to have the four-year term, I think yes. people kind of looked at that, even though it was a group of citizens, they looked at that as kind of like an organized kind of, uh, you know, Somewhat governmental effort, whereas this is certainly, as people have been following along with this as you've been calling in, this is definitely a grassroots effort to get this done.
5: Oh, it doesn't get any more grassrooty than this, <laughs> if I may.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate well, you calling in and keeping us up to date with all of it.
5: Okay, thanks, and, and have a very interesting
0: vacation. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll, I'll be here all next week. So, uh, I Oh, think, you will? Yeah, I think I'm heading out maybe on maybe on Thursday after the show. And oh. then uh, I'll be back, I think, I think we're coming back maybe the Monday after. So I might be out just for a couple of days. And I'm going to have Jack fill in for me, so.
5: Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll be talking,
0: too. All right, take care. Have a Thanks, good weekend. Tim.
5: You too.
0: Bye. 508-996-0500. We'll take a break and be back in a few moments. <laughs> song i really do but it's hard to dream about anything if you're not getting a good night's sleep right you have to be able to get into your bed feel comfortable and stay comfortable throughout the course of the night and the way to do that is by sleeping on a whirly beds mattress right now they are having their fourth of july sales event it is going on through july 17th so it's not like it ended just because the fourth of july is over no it's going all the way through july 17th right now if you need a mattress, you can get $300 off. their Simply Natural and Ultra Visco Series. Right now, you can get $200 off all hybrids, GelFlex, Platinum Series mattresses, $100 off Cairo Contour and Easy Rest Series mattresses. So these are just some of the great sales that are going on as part of this. They also have a sale going on on adjustable bases. If you're just going to get a regular style adjustable base, $100 off. If you're going to get an ultra adjustable base, off. So we're talking about if you're going out and buying a base and a mattress and redefining the way that you sleep every night, you're going to be saving hundreds of dollars. You're going to be saving up to $500 off that package. That's just part of what's going on. They've also got 20% off accessories like cooling pillows and protectors, and 15% off any furniture at Whirly Beds that is made in the USA. So go check out the sale. They are at Pope's Island in New Bedford, Whirly Beds Factory Outlet. Say hello to Patrick and Martha. Stop by and see Manny Hand sewing the mattresses in the back. They'll give you a tour. They'll show you how it all goes down, and you will know that you are going to sleep every night on the best mattress for you made here in New Bedford. All right. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in and the time that we have remaining, and then Chris and Marcus will have you coming up after this program. Uh, Later on today, Barry Richard will be on after Bill O'Reilly. Then we'll have Howie Carr on. And then this evening it will be the best of Howie Carr. And then we'll have Jessica Machado returning next Monday with South Coast tonight so that uh, she can tell you all about her vacation and whether or not she caught a fish while she was on vacation. Again, Jessica, I saw striped bass over at Stop and Shop. They still had some yesterday when I was in there. If you grab some and you take a photo of it and you put it on your social media and say, enjoying some striped bass, you don't have to say you caught it, but maybe some people will think that you did and uh, and, and they'll congratulate you for it. Or... You know, maybe maybe just keep up telling them that you haven't caught a fish yet and they'll keep sending you all their tips and tricks. One of them is bound to work sooner or later. So, uh, again, 508-996-0500 if you want to get involved in the discussion. As I mentioned earlier, a third person has been arrested in connection with the murder of Lorenzo Gomes on Monday uh, down in the near north end uh, close to Riverside Park. Uh, The third person is the only person now charged with murder. The first two people arrested were charged with accessory to murder after the fact. But uh, this new person, Xavier Luis Rodriguez, he is charged with the murder of Lorenzo Gomes. So uh, he will be arraigned this morning in New Bedford District Court. And we will have more details for you on that when we can. But right now you can read about it at WBSM.com and on the app. Uh, Also got an app chat question from Chili59 in New Bedford who says, will the new trash company be picking up yard waste? Not only will they be picking up yard waste, they actually went out and were picking up the yard waste that Harvey did not pick up. So I, I know people who said that they've already had their yard waste picked up by the new company, Capital Waste Services. So obviously this week was a holiday. They got out and they started working on Saturday of last week. They worked through the holiday to try and catch up with some of the way that uh, Harvey had left things at the end of their contract. So I would say, you know, starting next week, you'll have a a really good idea of what the new company will be like in regular service and not just playing catch up based on what happened uh, at the end of the Harvey contract. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
3: Hey, good morning, my friend.
0: How's it going?
3: Good. Hey, you know, in in regard to these new guys, Capital and their other company, Monday night, 25 past 7, I'm up the north end uh, by Rappers. Mm-hmm. I see two of their trucks out there late. And then Wednesday night at 8 o'clock in front of my house on the other side of the street. So they came down about 4.30, wherever they went, and they came back. Uh, pretty impressive. And a friend of mine who used to work at ABC now works at Capital, and he said they're hiring
0: yeah, so they yeah, they've already hired away some of the uh, the Harvey folks, and they're looking to add more. Council President Moore had mentioned that that they're they're hiring more folks, so that'll be that'll be good for those who are looking for a job, but also those who were working for Harvey and enjoyed being here locally.
3: Yeah, so a lot of win wins and a lot of stuff going on this weekend, next like weekend in that general area.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there's going to be a lot of trash that will need to be picked up for sure.
3: Yeah, and so this weekend we got the Whaling City Festival. Mm-hmm. Middleboro has its own carnival. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Hopefully the weather holds in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think people have kind of resigned themselves to the fact that if you, you know, even if there's bad weather, you still got to get out and have your fun.
3: And the gentleman who called you with the with the with the twelve second uh, playlist thing, what he meant was basically, it's a talk show, not music. I mean, I may got to the mail
0: probably. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, I think the mayor enjoys it. I think he loves coming in and playing DJ. So they'll, they'll keep going with the mayor's playlist. There you go. All right. Have a good weekend. My you friend. as well. Take care. And uh, we do have to take our final break of the hour. But before we do that, uh, I also want to let you know about, as we're talking about some New Bedford businesses and local people who are put to work, let me tell you about Precision Window and Kitchen, because they've been doing it for just about 30 years now, and they are local people doing local work. Not only that, they're the people that some of the other guys have to go to to get some of the materials that they need to do the job. So why would you have somebody else come and do it? Why not have the people who are making the double-paned windows right there in their shop on uh, Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. I'm serious. I've gone back there and seen them making those double pane windows, not ordering them from somewhere and unwrapping them, Creating those double pane windows—it's just one of the many great services that they can do there for you. Replacing your windows, replacing your entryways, full kitchen and bath remodels, but also they can fully replace your roof as well. So you know, with this wet weather that we've had this week and the mugginess and the dampness, that sometimes you know your roof doesn't last nearly as long as you thought that it did. You thought you had a few more years in it, but you don't want to mess around call Precision Window and Kitchen. They will come down. They will give you an estimate. You can go to their website as well, precisionwindowandkitchen.com, or visit their showroom at 1111 at Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. Uh, Right now, though, we're going to take that final break, and we'll be right back. And we are just about out of time this morning. Uh, Flew by. Today flew by. Hopefully your weekend doesn't fly by. Hopefully you get a nice weekend in, Uh, although it feels like it was just a weekend a couple days ago, right? That's what happens when there's a haul.